Welcome to Midnight Waves, episode 70 for Monday, February 8th, 2021. Wow, my name is Chris. My name is John. And this week, new albums from Foo Fighters and The Weather Station, plus uh, all kinds of crazy crap. Yeah. Rearview Mirror by Pearl Jam back when they were still great. Back when music was, oh, yeah. I hate to say it, music was great. <laughs> it's Indeed. like an old man. Back when it just seemed like every year you were just waiting for something magnificent. And Not often just hoping and praying. Yeah. The for goods were delivered. Good. Yeah. yeah. Even if every song wasn't great, like the, the best songs in that album verses were just incredible. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say like that that album isn't as good overall for me now as as it used to be. But the best songs are still great songs. Yeah. And uh, Rivie Mears won the greatest songs. Of absolutely, that era. yeah. And God damn, I wish we had a little bit more of that now. Yeah. Also from Pearl Jam. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> Less gigatons, more verses and, and, <laughs> yeah. and tens. Yeah. But tens, they can't reproduce something like that. It's Not so much. Possibility. That was, I think the trouble with ten was that it was, the way it was written was ideal for that band. Yeah. Of Despite them not liking the production just, later. Yeah. Which it was so weird. Stupid. But yeah. just the idea that Stone, Gossard and Jeff Amen wrote a bunch of songs and then just gave him Eddie Vedder and he had no option but to figure out how to sing over them yeah that seemed like the best way to write songs for that band that's right unfortunately I mean most of those songs would have probably been Mother Love Bone songs originally yeah, so that's right. which definitely would have fit in more with Mother Love Bone than what Pearl Jam sounds like now yeah anywho welcome back to the show yes thanks episode, for joining us episode 70 70 I cannot believe that's a milestone we have done we are doing currently <laughs> yeah. the 70th episode of this and that that is excluding like the Christmas episode we did true, true. and that mini Mini-sodes, sodes one I or guess. two yeah and so on that's kind of weird I, it is a bit of a milestone mm. speaking of uh, milestones I'd like to give a quick shout out to the fellas at the Film Junk podcast who actually went into the Guinness Book of Records oh yeah two weeks ago as the longest running movie podcast in the world wow so, how many epi- episodes are they on ugh. like a thousand or something <laughs> it's not that many yet um, I'm actually currently listening to it 785 this week oh, bloody hell so, got ways to go then got some ways to go but yeah they, they were actually one of their listeners I guess works for the Guinness Book of Records. Okay. So he contacted them about it, and they are officially. If you go to the website and st- stuff, like they're on there. I guess 
if they still make books. I don't know if they do. I guess they'll oh, be. I used in to there. love those Guinness yeah. Book of Records. I, I, I read yeah. a few of those as a kid. I used to love those. Yeah. That's kind of amazing, right? Yeah, it's incredible. So, I wonder what the longest podcast of any genre is. At I this really point. like that's still running. Mm. I really wonder. Mm. They might be in with a good shout, to be honest. Yeah. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot. Yeah. How many years do you know they've been doing? Like it? 16. 16 years? Yeah. Jesus. 16. 16 <laughs> would be 2007. Wait, yeah. that's terrible maths. Um, <laughs> 2006, right? 2006. Uh, five. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, you know. 2005. You, you figure it out. <laughs> This yeah. I was just sorry. I was just watching you and letting you suffer for a bit before before I stepped in. Yeah, like mm, what's twenty one minus sixteen? Mm, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, congrats to those guys. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, well done. If somehow Midnight Waves ever gets to episode seven hundred sixty one <laughs> or whatever the fuck, I'd be a very surprised person. But I'd be very. Pretty happy. Um, Pretty happy, uh, though. Quite yeah. an achievement there, I guess. Yeah, I wonder if uh, music would exist at that point. Jeez, what will music sound like in the next <laughs> 15 years, you God. think? How <laughs> mumbly will hip-hop music be by then? Yeah, yeah. Just be like noise. Just, just a... Like, <laughs> and rock music would be like, oh, just the lyrics would be insanely bad. It's gotta be, just be like <laughs> referencing just like I, and she buys me a stairway to heaven yeah oh jeez <laughs> <laughs> but hey yeah anyway so, I guess we'll, yeah. we'll have a quick look at the news this week oh yeah and some serious shit some not so serious shit first thing I guess we should start off at the weekend just performed oh. at the Super Bowl halftime oh, show oh yeah yeah which is uh, what? Did, which song did he? Um, he he did a a collection of uh, a classics, I guess. What did he? Oh. Um, what did he do? To be honest, I I know he did. I can't feel my face. Uh, Starboy, <laughs> oh, okay. The Hills. Um, it's kind of ironic. Oh, of course, uh, Blinding Lights. Yeah, and uh, he did a bit of stuff from House of Balloons. Classic okay. Table Girls, which is the era of uh, the weekend that I actually really like. I thought it was kind of ironic that it was the Pepsi halftime show, but most of the songs were about Coke. Oh, <laughs> nice one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, also, a, a recent, recent uh, review E, Jasmine Sullivan performed the national anthem along with uh, some. Oh, just hillbilly-looking yeah. guy called Eric Church. They did the national anthem uh-huh. at the Super Bowl, and H E R sang "America the Beautiful." So, hmm. yeah, very, uh, very uh, R and B centric mm. Super Bowl Definitely. this year. Yeah, but uh, worth a look, I guess. I'm sure you can find that on YouTube if you have no interest in American football, and. Uh, on a more serious note, Evan Rachel Wood, of course, most famously known as Dolores in Westworld these days. Great show. Great, great Still show. I haven't watched the rest of that season. Three? Three, you should. Yeah. 
she got a bit confusing. Opened anyway, up the sorry. books on Marilyn Manson there yeah, several years right. ago. She actually testified at Congress. Oh, did she? about being abused by an unnamed man? Uh huh. And she finally revealed the last week that. So that she didn't sort of say like, "I'm gonna like leave the man and say goodbye." That was years ago. She was 19 then. Oh, he was like really? 36, She's 37. Okay, well, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, obviously. But, oh, yeah, okay. She was when he was like 37. She was 19. They oh, were okay. in a relationship, right. which is uh, a problem. But yeah, three years ago, Evan Rachel would testified before the House House Judiciary Committee in support of the Sexual Assault Survivors Bill of Rights Act, discussing her experiences as a survivor of a sexually, physically, and psychologically abusive relationship. Mm the time she didn't specify the perpetrator but on monday she publicly identified marilyn manson aka brian warner right and uh she said can't say i'm surprised but yeah. no he started grooming me when i was a teenager and horrifically abused me for years i was brainwashed and manipulated into submission i am done living in fear of retaliation slander or blackmail i'm here to expose this dangerous man call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives this opened up the old floodgates um well she also mentioned that he was called she was called a jew in a derogatory manner it says n-word as well though uh yes he hell? would draw swash stickers over my bedside table when he was what? mad at me <laughs> oh, God. i heard the n-word over and over <laughs> everyone around him was expected to laugh and join in if you did not, or God forbid, called him out, you were singled out and abused more. Well, I mean, like I said, I can't say I'm surprised. He doesn't seem like a very nice man. No. Um, My mother's Jewish. I was raised with the religion would continued because she converted and wasn't of Jewish descent. He would say things like, that's better <laughs> because I wasn't, quote unquote, blood Jewish. Uh, apparently, he has several swastikas and Nazi-inspired skull and crossbones tattoos nowadays. Mm. Um, yeah, so a lot of people jumped in. Phoebe Bridgers, once again, throwing herself into the Me Too ring, saying she went to Marilyn Manson's house when she was a teenager with some friends. I was a big fan. He referred to a room in his house as the rape room. I thought it was just his horrible frat boy sense of humor. I stopped being a fan. Uh, the label knew, management knew, the band knew distancing themselves now pretending to be shocked and horrified is fucking pathetic uh, a bunch of other ladies joined in there Rose McGowan of course big part of the Me Too movement there and uh, Dita Von Tess who was married to Marilyn Manson for a while and so on even Trent Reznor and uh, Wes Borland of Limbiscuit jumped in saying he's a piece of shit, basically. So, like I said, you know, how can you expect the man who looks and acts and speaks out to be like a, a decent human being, you know? Yeah. There was what, a, but like, why now? <laughs> so I think it was, there was a comedian I saw. Oh, no, no, it wasn't a comedian. It was uh, Justin Timberlake. I saw tell a story about Marilyn Manson recently. But it wasn't that recently, but I watched it recently on that uh, Hot Ones YouTube show. Oh, okay. When Justin oh, Timberlake okay. did that, he told the story how he was at some sort of event once and Marilyn Manson walked up to him and said, I think your album is the best album in the last 20 years. And he's like, well, thanks, man. He goes, 
if you tell anyone about that, I'll kill you. <laughs> just left. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's funny. So he made him sound like just like a charming weirdo. But yeah, apparently Marilyn also uh, gave an interview about Ra- Evan Rachel Wood, where he uh, mentioned how he'd fantasized every day he was with her about smashing her skull into pieces with a sledgehammer. So, <laughs> God, yeah, nice does sound like a solid dude for young ladies to be involved in yeah i'm not sure how anyone was bothering with marilyn manson beyond being rich and successful is that a thing that he's women just are like attracted the, like to the goth image he's is a, attractive he's he's is an absolute thing? monster i the, mean the goth even, thing right i mean he's not good looking no he's I'm I'm sure there's plenty of guys into the goth thing who are good-looking dudes. This dude is absolutely monstrously ugly. Try to find a picture of him without the makeup on. That's the thing. He looks like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna, yeah. It's like a very, yeah. It's like like a sort of Nicolas Cage on a bad day. Like if Nicolas Cage was doing like a really yeah. weird movie. Yeah. I mean, look at this freak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think about 12 nice, feet nice, tall. Well. Nice lipstick, I guess. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. People, there, there used to be a rumor that he was the kid from the Wonder Years. Do you remember the Wonder Years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the friend Paul. Oh, really? There, there was a long rumor because he looks kind of like Oh, her. yeah, okay. I can see that. So as he's such an, apparently a Nazi and despises Jewish people, that must have been very offensive for Marilyn Manson. Yeah. That's a shame. It's not, it's not that tall. I thought he was tall. No. I, I, was six, six, like, six I thought he was like about 6'8 or something. He's like 6'1, like, isn't he? Yeah, like 6'8 like six six or something. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No, he's, yeah. Okay. okay, I was thinking he was like. Oh, a probably giant. has like, the huge heels on and stuff, yeah, doesn't probably. he? Probably. Similar to like 6'4. Yeah. 6'6. Six, six. Yeah, anyway. I mean, I, for me, as a music fan, I've only ever liked one Marilyn Manson song. So. Mm. I never literally liked it. It's but. not something I ever really understood or it's really like is Marilyn Manson Charles Manson so who's who's asking these questions on Google for that to become like a is it a popular popular searches on yeah really (laughs) just a name wow I don't know I've I've never got that it really comes off like super try hard music for sad kids to listen to like that's that's just what it is. It's like that German drowning pool. Do you remember that band with that song? Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, well, I do, body. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then that dude died. His body hit the floor. Okay. <laughs> the singer. <laughs> but uh, it's just like, yeah, you're really edgy when you listen to this. Parents just don't understand, man. Uh, that's pretty lame, really. Yeah. School shooter music. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's that. I, I guess the only other little bit of news that at least interested me is that uh, Michelle Williams, the actress, is going to play Peggy Lee in a Todd Haynes biopic. Todd Haynes, of course, directed Carol and uh, Ooh, Safe I like Carol. and uh, Far From Heaven, a bunch of other really good movies. Michelle Williams is one of the best actresses in the world, so that's pretty good. Uh, cool. Peggy Lee, of course, famous for that song Fever and... Yeah. Hey, Big Spender. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff yeah. like that. Hey, Big Spender. Apparently, Billie Eilish is a big fan of Peggy Lee, and she's going to produce it. So, 
It's kind of interesting. Maybe we should give uh, Billy Irish another chance. We should go an album coming out soon, so we'll have to give that a poke. I think we'll have to give that yeah. the old poke. If she sang properly. I think it'd be all right. Yeah, shouldn't do the whispery shit. She doesn't have that Weird fucking retainer, brother. Yeah, slaver, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that thing! Yeah, God, At the Jesus beginning of Christ. the album, just Jesus, yeah. just uh, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> got the green hair. <laughs> I got green hair. I'm different. I'm a hot, hot young girl who tries her best to look hideous. Yes, must hide my assets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad you said that. Anyway, let's go with our first review. I guess. Okay, okay. What's that going to be? I believe uh, the old uh, Food Fighters. Are they called? The food Fighters. Oh, the Food Fighters. Sorry. With their new album, uh, Medicine of Midnight. Thank you. That's yes. what it's called. Let's listen to something from that. Making a Fire, first track from uh, yep. Medicine at Midnight by Foo Fighters. Definitely got a, I don't know, I feel like the verse has a bit of a Beatles thing going on. This song? The, like that, that little bit like Paul McCartney on like certain shouty Beatles there, like the White Album kind of. I, I thought this sounded exactly like Lenny Kravitz's Fly Away. That works too, yeah. And the chorus sounds a bit like later Soundgarden or something. Oh, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Definitely. There's so many influences or sort of, not influences, almost like copies, I would say, yeah. throughout this album. I would have to agree. Their influences are worn on their sleeves. Yeah. Really. I mean, I, I think that's the best song on the album, but unfortunately, that yeah. weird female choir thing absolutely trashes it. <laughs> it does kind of get a bit lame, eh? It's. Mm. I think I think that that should have been the name of the album, a little bit making lame. a fire. <laughs> no, a little bit lame. Oh, sorry, of course, <laughs> yeah. Almost a bit every lame. song has something that's at least mm. a little bit lame. 
Well, d- apparently, uh, Dave Grohl himself said this is supposed to be like their kind of s- stadium album, like party album. Well, he didn't want to call it a party album, but it inevitably is kind of fun, right? And you can yeah. dance or bop around. Well, I, I read, songs. I read something saying it's supposed to be like their version of Let's Dance <laughs> by David Bowie. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of that, uh, like the sound so. on here. Um, I mean, I'm, you know, that's fair enough, I guess. I mean, obviously, Foo Fighters are trying to be big. They're always big. They're I mean, huge. They're, they're, they're the popular. Biggest, biggest rock band in the world. The last, maybe one of the last surviving rock bands or something like, like that. As far as like a traditional rock band goes, mm. they are definitely the biggest band in the world. Yeah. And mm. and their fans are going to keep supporting. I mean, so. that's the thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think overall there's a couple of solid songs. I think yeah. there's a fair few, like melodically speaking, mm. some strong choruses. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there's also several just really shitty songs. Which ones don't you? Well, I I think like, like Cloud Spotter is fucking dreadful from top to bottom. Yeah, just atrocious. The lyrics, I, I'd say particularly. Uh, I I think no son of bang, mine. Bang, is know what I mean? Yeah. Don't we look good? Don't we look good? Cloud Spotter. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it. terrible. Like no son of mine sounds like James Heffield. Oh, with, but with like a cold, with no power in I his voice. Th- don't you mean medicine at night, midnight for that one? No, because that sounds like um, he's singing at Enter Sandman. Oh, that might be too. I think that's maybe there's two shit, songs. But, yeah. but no son of mine to me sounds like if James Heffield like lost his voice, and then he was singing a cable TV commercial for like gambling <laughs> on soccer or something. Uh, for me, no Pure son of shite. no son of mine sounds just like Ace of Spades. It also has a, it does also have an Ace of Spades vibe. You're mm. right. But just the way the chorus comes, like yeah. the the instrumentation, everything with the keyboard, it really makes me think of like, put one bet on for Manchester United and you could put an extra bet on for Manchester City. Like bet this week on betfair.com. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's just like fun. Everyone's like cheering in a bar, drinking beer and high-fiving because life is amazing. You never lose when you gamble. That's the kind of oh, TV okay. commercial I'm picturing when that fucking song, like, that song is a hundred percent shite. It is redeemless. Yeah. Just garbage. I mean, do you know what I think the biggest problem though? The whole thing is yeah. let down by the cornball lyrics. Uh, like, I know Dave, it's not like Dave Grohl has ever been a great lyricist, but he has written plenty of competent he, he, oh yeah and several very strong lyrics in his time there are definitely songs like stacked actors or something from um the color and the shape no no that's the second album um the first one uh the third album sorry third one i forgot the title but yeah there's nothing left to lose yeah like, stacked actors is a great concept and really well executed i i still think even like rope or whatever and songs some of the songs mm-hmm. of wasted life are yeah solid they're not like you you know like oh my god this is magnificent enter this man for the nobel prize but they're solid well-written songs lyrically yeah some of the lyrics on this shit chasing birds is a nice beatles song yeah yeah i was gonna say it's really ruined by the 14 year old sad kid poetry my like everything is broken like my heart yeah she says that some like uh, like <laughs> let, 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 sorry maybe i should quote him to be fair no that's all right but but it's definitely stuff like that like i i, I should i I'm, I'm gonna try
track down the lyrics. I here. actually like that song. Like, like there's there's a nice chord change and the fade out at the end is kind of cool. But that lyrically is yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, here it is. Yeah, you found it. Yeah, my heart is six feet underground. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. Bleeding hearts like mine. Like yeah. fuck off, Dave! You're like fifty six or something. <laughs> Wasn't that we were saying that last week with um, Weezer, who was it? Like, oh, Weezer, yeah. co- co- like what the fuck, man? I'm never coming back. Dark I, I really think that's one of, of the limitations of rock music. Like, the, where, where do you go with it? You know. Well, you obviously, can... you don't go with that. But I'm just no. being like, I just sort of think that like the age-old thing, like rock and roll, is dead. I kind of think it is. I guess I, I mean just don't, with this that, style of music yeah. I don't see where you can go with it I suppose so I don't want to say that because I love rock music but what, I mean, have you, what have you got you know who have you got left <laughs> I, I guess so but what maybe you can just go like weird or just like yeah. off like like at the drive-in or something just go completely fucking True. bonkers Should like off bonkers. kilter doesn't mean anything mix all this stuff together stop like oh like my my heart is <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of like that that song about war, right? Uh, waiting on the war. I almost, I almost thought that sounded like Ozzy Osbourne's Ordinary Man. It, it does sound kind of that like that kind of right, like yeah. you know typical kind yeah. of lame. It's like rock. Bill and well, like Dave oh. was in Bill and Ted. Like th- right. this is why this is like God gave rock and roll <laughs> yeah. to you. But back then, rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in Cloud Spot, what is he saying? <laughs> oh, that lyric from. Jimi Hendrix song. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, was it? Excuse me. Refuse, Refuse me, me while I kiss the sky. That's like, right, yeah. Just, just, uh. like, consider buying an anvil and tying it around your ankle and jumping in the river. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Refuse <laughs> me while I kiss the sky. Off the topic, I always thought that was kiss this guy, but it's kiss the sky, isn't it? Jimi Hendrix. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. While I kiss the sky, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm thankfully never got that kiss this guy thing. Yeah. I've read that on websites, <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, yeah, it's pretty lame. I don't know, like you know, if the songs are so good, you can overlook shitty lyrics or whatever. But I was cringing at a lot of this, and I think it, it to the point where it actually spoils quite a few songs that are melodically quite pleasant. Like I oh, said, yeah. "Chasing Birds" is nice. A nice song melodically. It's a little corny kind of Beatlesy mm. kind of thing. Dave's melodics have always kind of come from the Beatles, I think. Holding Poison sounded just like the Kinks all day and all night, all the night. Sorry, oh, that's if you interesting. Uh, I didn't pick up on yeah, that. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's very, cool. very, uh, very similar. But yeah. like, yeah, like you say, I mean, melodically, it's all right. And uh, some of the songs I really enjoyed. If you really listen to lyrics, it gets a, it gets extremely embarrassing in in places. But it's definitely not an album to pay attention to. It's something to, that you can enjoy, though. It, I would say. It, that. I wouldn't it's say. An it's, enjoyable I wouldn't say album. it's a terrible album. I'm, mm. I'm not saying that. I mean, mm. I think you know, like shame, shame, which I have shat on several times since they did it on Saturday Night Live, yeah. is actually much better here. Yeah. And the strings really help, actually. And yeah. I, I actually kind of like the song, though. I think it's definitely one of the two best songs on the album. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's. Does does that? Do you know it's something where like the drum it just speeds up insanely at the end. Yes, that's one of those typical Foo Fighters things. That That is is awful, I think. And I get that Taylor is what's his name Taylor. Uh, uh, Oh, 
Taylor Swift. <laughs> Should be. Uh, just the, 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 oh, the, is waiting on a war speeds up at the end. Yeah. yeah. Taylor Hawkins. Hawkins, yeah. Is he like the AIDS denier or the vac- anti-vaxxer? <laughs> oh, is he? One of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's got his great drummer anyway. Yeah. Also, I think he's the sure. anti-vax guy. Yeah. Yeah, anti-vaccines, because that's always a smart choice. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we never go, we never get political midnight waves. No, but you, you got to be really retarded <laughs> yeah. to think that vaccines are making your kids autistic. Let's face it. Uh, Taylor Hawkins is an amazing drummer, but yeah. the, when the way that song speeds up for no reason other than to him, other than for him to play drums really fast, I think is a terrible version. Yeah, a terrible idea. Save that shit for the live shows. Oh, okay. don't do that on your fucking albums. Yeah. That's, I'm surprised he didn't launch in like a 25 minute solo like Matt Sorum did when I saw Guns N' Roses live. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah? Straight Jesus. out the, straight out, straight to the toilet, <laughs> go buy something to drink. Not sitting, not, <laughs> yeah. not, That's what people not do for drum sailors. Through yeah. that shit. Yo, I don't care how good Even you are. Even if you jump on them, it's like, yeah, I'm exactly. bored. It's like, <laughs> I'll jump on play drums for five minutes now, yeah. and there's still another 15 minutes left. See you later, John Bonham. What was that song? Uh, Maybe Dick, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Just like, I'm, instant, I'm out. like, toilet break. Fast forward. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> toilet break if I was alive back then. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, exactly. you know, drums, great. Nobody want to hear you play drums for yeah. twenty minutes. I'd say, like, if you're a jazz drummer, I'd rather it, listen to that. Yeah, as well, that yeah. that's some seriously great stuff. But yeah. usually, you don't say one or two minutes. You know, like ten minute yeah. rock, rock. Yeah, I mean, definitely, there's a solo. place for like a small drum solo in yeah. in a song, but yeah. not just solid drums. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know, playing drums is fun as fuck. I get it, but yeah. not that fun to listen to. That's right. Yeah. Oh, unless you're Black, fucking uh, Danny Carey. But then I guess still be in the song, wouldn't it? So I mean, that's what I mean. Like, that's within different. the context mm. of a song where it's not just like... Yeah, just that. Well, like, the rest out. of the band's playing yeah, yeah. and you're playing drums. Cool. That's right. If it's just like, everybody shut up. <laughs> like, for 25 minutes, like, no thanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of fun impersonating it yeah it's pretty good <laughs> but fuck listening to it <laughs> yeah. oh sorry sorry listeners I mean I get I get it it's really fun to do as a drummer I mean yeah. I play drums a little bit when I had a band just to fuck around and it, I really wish I could play drums properly I wish I could I wish I had lived in a house that wasn't surrounded by other houses so I could buy a drum kit and fucking learn to play drums properly That's but right. you know Nobody want to listen to it. Hey, you want to listen to me play drums for 30 minutes? No thanks. Right? Nope. It's like, I'm like Keith Moon. Doesn't matter. It's <laughs> just drums. I like that dude from Slipknot. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. From the bass drum. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like impressive. Doesn't matter. Anyway, that's... Yeah, I, I, I just didn't understand why would you do that on your album? It's like, yeah, the dude's a good drummer. Everyone knows. Yeah. Was Taylor like, guys, I need a drum solo. <laughs> we got to do something where I play a drum solo. I mean, you got any other thoughts? Not really, but yeah. Like I said before, I just kind of think, when I was listening to this, I was just thinking again, like, 
where is rock when sort of rock inverted commas where is it going is there anything else left oh, to do it's not going it's anywhere it's just so cliched you know like this music I do enjoy it but it's but, so cliched I've heard it all before like it would be fun to see Foo Fighters live I, I think it would absolutely. be absolutely I would actually wouldn't mind seeing them live but I don't need more of this this music I mean, this is like, kind of like the weird thing because like recently I listened to Foo Fighters like fairly recently I listen to them a Waste, lot. Wasting night. Or? I listen awesome to. Stuff. I went from the debut album mm-hmm. through the color and the shape. Mm. There's nothing left to lose to wasted light. Those are some good albums. And I was kind of love. I was surprised. Like I like Foo Fighters more now than I ever liked Foo Fighters. Even back then, I didn't love those albums, but yeah. I like them more now. Yeah. But the difference is, I didn't listen to like the seven other <laughs> albums or whatever since then. That's right. I didn't listen to any of them. This is their tenth, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, okay, six other albums, I guess. Yeah. So it's like apparently they do just suck, <laughs> like in a way, like they not suck, but there's definitely some good songs there. Like times like these is a good song, and I think there's a couple other solid songs in between there but they are not getting any more interesting or cooler yeah. or more adventurous or That's this right. is not adventurous this is not reinventing yourself I'd rather hear whispering on a song yeah. is not invent like do a grizzly bear James, James Hatfield that's reinvent that's, I'd rather hear like that's inventing yeah, Dave Grohl play with uh, you know Queens of the Stone Age or the, something the way people some of the contemporary reviews of this album I read some of the blurbs and Kerrang all music Rolling Stones you'd think like they put out like the Ben uh, not the Ben like in Rainbows or some shit oh yeah like it's like their kid A you eight, eight or nine out of ten a lot of eights and nines oh, yeah, yeah. But like, oh, the way they're constantly evolving and do like, then it's they're devolving. If anything, yeah. Like, I think the column. No, sorry, I keep saying that. Um, there's nothing left to lose. So- songs like Generator, a stacked act, is way more advanced as a song than anything on this. This is really base level commercial sing along rock music yeah. designed for playing in front of like oh, 30, yeah, 40,000 people That's right. and everyone in the crowd knows and all da- the words David and they're all himself, pumping yeah. their fucking fists. Dave Grohl says that himself. It, well, that it's exactly, made for that's stadium, clearly yeah. what it is, but yeah, so is yeah. all their music. That's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's like, nothing's changed. Yeah. If Radiohead put out Slippery When Wet next year, that would be a major fucking turn, right? Oh, right. But, but for Dave Grohl to do it, and for start this, I was nowhere near as good as Slippery When Wet. Hmm. But for him to do that, it's like, well, that's what you're always trying to achieve, isn't it? Like, is there any, are there any Foo Fighters songs that are not stadium rock or sad ballads? Is there anything? Probably not. Probably not. That isn't designed for like, come on, everybody. Like, every time you see Dave Grohl perform live, he's got that moment in the song where he's like, let's go. Oh, yeah. Like, every song, like, Every song is designed like build up, like play the drums. Okay, ready? Let's go. You ready? One, two, three, four. Like every fucking song is that's his thing. Like Kurt Cobain would hate the Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, it's the antithesis of what he wanted for music to be. That's right. But that's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. It's nothing wrong with it. But the idea that like he's doing so. Oh, this is this is a stadium album. What the fuck? The first album was already pretty stadium-y. The second one was full-on fucking, like, 
touring yeah. with Guns N' Roses Metallica 1989 level Stadium Rock. That's right. Soundgarden did that tour, and they were nowhere near as Stadium Rock as you are. Like, what? I don't understand that that idea of like, oh yeah, we're we're going super commercial on this one. <laughs> like, like, do something interesting. How about that? Yeah. Why do you write something introspective or just fucking bizarre? Why do you do like a Beirut album? <laughs> Grizzly Bear album? Nah. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's Foo Fighters sound though, isn't I mean, it? But, yeah. of course. And I don't begrudge them that, obviously. I just, the idea of like, oh, they're constantly evolving. That's <laughs> just, like, that's some, well, that's some like, they're, they're paying them to say that, surely. I'm not saying not paying them. That's just the, such lazy you know, journalism. Just, yeah, like, it's lazy, isn't it? Like, You've got to give this a good album, so figure out something. It does sound good a bit like it. you can you can hear David Bowie, you can hear Rolling Stones, you can hear Lenny Kravitz, maybe what else did I say? Uh, Motorhead, it's Metallica. You can hear all that in here. So in that sense, maybe it is different, but it's not an innovative, obviously, by any stretch of the imagination. I guess. So. I mean, a lot, I, for me, the Beatles are still the overarching like yeah. influence on this. Yeah, album, yeah, but, you're right. But, Chasing birds and all that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it's all right. I don't hate it. I didn't hate it at all. Oh, absolutely! I do not no. hate it. I, no. I, I don't want to. It's it's don't just, get me uh, wrong. It's just what it is, isn't it? Mm. Just all right, <laughs> basically. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just a bit of all, all right. right. And that's unfortunately probably the best we can look at for like sort of big chorus rock music. Yeah. In this era, is that so. it's all right? I yeah. mean, Pearl Jam was all right. Gigaton, I mean, was all right. Yeah, it was mm. all right. It was Actually, I wonder how it would sound compared to this. Worse, I think. Worse, I think, yeah. Overall, although yeah. obviously Dance of the Clairvoyance is awesome. infinitely better than anything on this album. Yeah. And even Super Blood Wolf Moon, or what the fuck it was called. <laughs> Super, Bad, Super Blood Wolf Man? Moon, was it? Moon, was it? Moon, okay. Super Blood Wolf Moon. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Super Moon Wolf Blood. I don't know. Some <laughs> fucking bollocks like that. But... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, still a much yeah, better yeah, song yeah. than anything on this album. <laughs> but uh, as soon as we get, to, at least this song, this yeah. album doesn't have stuff that makes me think of that fucking what was that Stone song about parking a car? <laughs> what? Fucking <laughs> what? Oh, on this album? No, on Gigaton. Oh, oh, like seatbelt something? Exactly. Car seat? No, no, no. Wear your seatbelt? Was it literally called wear your seatbelt? <laughs> Fasten your seatbelt, no. Buckle up. <laughs> It hasn't got anything oh as bad as buckle up on this That's album. amazing. What's he yeah. thinking? Eddie, come on, Eddie. Wasn't that Stone? Eddie, or you shit? wrote... Or Stone uh, or whatever. You wrote bloody... You guys wrote Black and... Uh, what song we just heard? Dissident. No. Uh, yeah, Rearview Mirror. Buckle up is a great advertisement for why Stone shouldn't be writing all the songs anymore. Why he shouldn't buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. should we give this a score? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I, I go guess, ahead. Um, I am going to go two and three quarters on this one. Ah, I think it very was, close. It was, not a, it was not a terrible listen by any means. I yeah. think some of the choruses are melodically pretty nice. I do think the first two songs are legitimately good songs. Yeah. I, I liked some of the other parts. So, didn't hate. Wasn't great. Would you delete or keep? I'm probably going to keep, actually, even though I'll probably never listen to it ever again. <laughs> I love when you say that. Certainly yeah, won't buy. Yeah, I wouldn't. But yeah, just, same. I was like, I'll leave at least there. until I work through the entire Foo Fighters back catalogue someday, 
I think it should be there for like posterity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go with a, a, a three out yeah. of five, but uh, it could certainly be a two and three quarters as well. I think it's fun rock music for people who want to hear music they've already heard by a group who aren't afraid to wear their influences on their sleeves that's fair enough it sounds like so many other bands it's nothing original it's fun you're gonna have a party at the stadium if that will ever happen again and rock and roll is dead i mean pretty much (laughs) sadly as as cliched as that phrase is it's just like i mean i think last year we had dog leg and that's yeah. Aggressive rock music that is melodic and we good. still have Mastodon. And there's still like metal that. bands that are really yeah. good. It's just this sort of yeah. stadium rock that just doesn't exist. A bit on... cold a bit harder than cold play, but really not much different <laughs> yeah, you think about exactly, it. Exactly, right. I mean it's so stadium friendly. Yeah. Please the fan please the fans. Just so perfectly inoffensive. Fist pumping, fist pumping like, what's it fucking called it's not even that is the it? devil horns the devil horns not quite devil horns is rock it? yeah it's not even really that though is it it's a bit so- it's too no, soft this, for this that. is like an album designed for like when rock radio was a thing still yeah it's like would have been all over k-rock in the 90s sure <sighs> anyway yeah that's Foo Fighters so uh, yeah here we go Give Thanks, it a listen. If you, certainly, if you like the Foo Fighters, you, like you, you Foo probably Fighters, enjoy it. I mean, if you love the Foo Fighters, mm. you probably will be happy enough. Yeah. But if you're like me and like the early Foo Fighters, it's probably not gonna not gonna drag you back in. Like, oh yeah, yeah. best band in the world. Yeah. I actually saw somebody on Twitter, a particular idiot whose name I will not mention, say that Foo Fighters are America's best rock band. By such a margin, second place isn't even visible. And I was thinking, what of all time? Or no, now? right now. Right but now. the best band in the world. Okay. And I was thinking that's a really sad thought that I would think. Imagine thinking this was the best band in the world. <laughs> I was mind blown. Like it's, I know it's okay. Like a band, it's okay. Like music, everyone's different. Blah 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 blah. But. I can't comprehend the idea that anyone could have heard any other music and think this is the best band. You, in the world you know right what now. it is? They haven't heard anything. That's else. what it is, of I mean, course, because they're so obsessed with the band. There's so many people like that. They just they're like they're so like. But this obsessed. is why the Foo Fighters are the biggest band in the world, as far as rock music goes, because nobody mm. listens to anything else. They yeah. just want this sing-along. Don't make you think. Don't need to turn that brain off. Toss that brain in the cupboard, put it away, enjoy the Foo Fighters, don't even think about anything. And uh, that's that's what you get. Yeah. I guess. Anyway. Apologies to all you big Foo Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like Dave Grohl as a person, to be honest. I think a lot of these. I have a love hate for Dave. Like, I think, yeah, I think yeah, Dave I mean, comes across as a giant douche sometimes, but yeah. also comes across as a really great guy at other but times. He's so. def- he seems like a nice person. Like, yeah. With yeah. always, like, support of, like, musicians and that, that girl in England. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, mean I, I agree. I, I think overall, he definitely has his moments of being, like, yeah. taking himself too seriously but I actually watched a video the other day of him guy. like he was doing they were performing some um, obviously Foo Fighters song on the stage and this guy is like 
wearing all the Alice, uh, what's it called? Um, the Kiss, the makeup, the Kiss oh, makeup. Really? Have you seen this video? It's awesome. Mm. And he's like, hey, Kiss guy, get up on the stage. And he does all the fucking guitar and like 10 times better than anyone in the band. And it's, <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. And really? Dave was like, fucking hell, Kiss guy. It was probably the coolest things I've seen, to be honest. I'm going to have to look that find up. I'll find out for you later. But. made me like this album a little bit more. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Them. He does have two, that. They, two, they, two, they, seven, the Food Fighters do do that. They get people up from the audience to play with them and stuff. That's kind of cool. cool. Only if they're good, of course. Or if they mm. look like they're going to be good. Oh, yeah, how would you know? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of like some like sixth sense, sixth sense thing. But I was thinking about that time where Steve Vai put his guitar in the oh, crowd. And luckily, Andy Timmons was there to play. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hell, man. And Andy Timmons just crushed it God. for like five minutes. That's amazing. That's one of uns the unsung heroes of guitar. Andy, Andy Timmons Christ. is probably the greatest guitarist who nobody knows Ugh. outside of guitarists. He's basically. amazing. Like, I yeah. can't even believe how good he is. You'd like to hear a bit of Andy Timmons. Check out oh. two weeks ago, was it? Two episodes back. Electric Gypsy. Played the Electric intro. Gypsy is the intro, yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, That's great right. song. Gotcha. Anyway, let's get yep. away from Foo Fighters and move on to our second review of okay. the week. Which is the band The Weather's Station. Yep. Yes. That's the one. And uh, their band. Uh, hmm? Uh, their band. <laughs> oh, their no. title? Their the, album? Their, their, their title. <laughs> you just said the band. <laughs> yeah, you're right, yeah. Ig ignorance. Ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon my ignorance.
Just rubber. Yeah. Just rubber. <coughs> By the weather station. station <laughs> it's like you want to call them the weather forecast. Yeah, weather report. The weather report. The weather. There's a lot channel. of bands called the weather. Yeah. But, uh, I never heard. Have you heard of the? Have you heard of these? This well, mostly this lady, but this Not band. To be honest, I wouldn't know because there's so many bands with the name with the weather in their ah, name that yeah. I just. I don't think so. I certainly haven't listened to the previous album, I believe. Mm. I feel like I might have heard a song by this, but I couldn't place it. But Yeah, so anyway, um, this is apparently their fifth album. Oh. And uh, Canadian group Tamara Lindemann is the singer and I believe writes all or most of the music, certainly lyrics. And... Um, yeah, a lot of lot of uh, musicians, obviously, in this album. This yeah, is I like don't think she's writing all that, but yeah. Yeah, 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 oh, definitely. I, yeah. I thought it was more of like a before, like a mm. singer songwriter kind of yeah folky thing. That's right. Like I listened but, to their earlier album; it's definitely more folk oriented, mm. but um, orientated. Oh, yeah, but yeah. So, what do you think of this? Um, well. I have a I have a couple of feelings about the album. I guess I mean I I think initially it kind of reminds me of quite a few things to begin yeah, with. Yeah. I think most of all, in a way, like fellow Canadian destroyer. I think several songs mm-hmm. remind me of not recent destroyer, but kind of like the Kaput era destroyer with the sort of like the saxophone trumpets and she does like a lot of kind of like almost spoken word. Mm. sort of singy songy kind of vocals which remind me of Dan Bayer quite a lot uh at other times her voice sounds exactly like sort of 80s Joni Mitchell to me ah definitely Joni Mitchell yeah got, I, I thought so too and maybe like a little Tori Amos in there even I though I didn't bit, really I got a lot Tori of Amos uh, too much. Kate, Bush, Kate Bush influence for me yeah musically like 80s Kate Bush ah sorry Late eighties, Kate Bush, like yeah. sens- sensual world, but yeah, I yeah, like very sort of like husky kind of voice. I mean, for like, me, the strength of the album is the instrumentation. I don't particularly like her voice that I, much. I predicted you'd say that. I think I don't think it's bad, and I think there's yeah. there's certain songs where it's lovely, mm. but it's so, it's a very basic vo- female voice to me. Mm-hmm. And when she's doing like the sort of more dramatized, like I'm an thespian type on reading the lyrics kind of thing it's really not working for me that well mm-hmm. but i mean I, I think it i think it's good but i also think it's the most overrated album of the last two years from what i've seen online people talking about this is like it's unbelievable i think it's just good mm. and That's i think like the drums are awful what do you mean most of the drum, like half the songs the in the production? album, are just like the no, no. The production is amazing, mm. and the other instruments are great. But most of the drums are just like almost like a drum machine, like throughout like half the songs on the album, and it just it it does like to me. It's just such a waste of like this beautiful instrumentation where it makes 
half the songs sound like the same song because the drums are just doom doom every song has the same beat it's it's mm, really fucking I'd say boring there are three songs that have that beat no there's I'm five the I'm not sure if they're I counted five. them I went through them and I specifically picked out five that have oh, the really? exact same beat and I think that is too many songs to have the same basic drum machine beat. Like, try, um, yeah. I think Separated is the worst offender for it. But several other songs have it. And it's, to me, it's, it's okay to do it once or twice. But when half your album has that very upbeat, constant, drum machine style beat it it really makes the album sound very samey when it, mm. it probably shouldn't <clears throat> and the songs that don't have it have almost no drums yeah. i think robber there is the one uh, one song that has really good drums yeah like uh, yeah i mean i think that it it was i always thought it was like a jazz band when that first song came yeah. out like it's absolutely awesome the music is incredible. No, I think most of the instrumentation is great, but I'm just the drums. I just think the, like drums, the drums like simplify the music in a way that it it mm. like does not like credit <clears throat> the the craft or the songwriting that went into it. So well, this is this is a uh, this is interesting because this is our first like big difference of opinion. I guess this so. Year. Yeah, but like. Yeah, I, I understand maybe like I, I did think like for her with her voice, when she hits a high note, kinda of broke. It it didn't sound very good. But I, I, I like, think mm. I mean her voice is yeah, it does sound like a pretty sort of I I don't know, like a whispery sort of Joni Mitchell kind of thing, but I did like it. I did I do like sorry, I do like her voice. I wouldn't say I um, hate it, but yeah. it's I don't think it's the the best. I'm not part a of the fan album, where she's doing like the like yeah. destroyer thing or okay. like the damn bayer thing, like I'm just talking about whatever's happening here. Like I, I'm I don't <coughs> think that really I don't think she has enough charisma or character oh, through yeah. her voice. And then when she does sing it's fine. I think there's some songs where I think her singing is great like not great, but it it works completely well. Mm. But she does sound a lot like Joni Mitchell in those situations. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Like I, how to say? Like I really liked the first song. When the second song came on, I was just like, oh, I don't know. I was just, I'll just be honest. I was blown away. I thought it was absolutely beautiful. Like the instrumentation was incredible. I could hear like, I'm, I, honestly, I could hear like the sound of waves breaking, wind blowing from the the flutes and stuff, rain dropping. Does it sound like a whale or something? That the song is about the Atlantic, right? So I assumed it's supposed to represent like the the sea or the ocean. I really mm. got that kind of vibe. Sublime. I I, I wrote. I mean, okay. for me, that's just a sublime song. Um, like a lot of the songs, I got like Fleetwood Mac vibes as well. Like tried to tell you in parking lot sounded a bit like that sort of late seventies Fleetwood Mac sound, and I, I thought it was like really nice, <clears throat> a very nice kind of mood. Um, Again, the music's just beautiful just the way all the instruments are coming in like just really well done and um, but the lyrics are very nice too 
really well crafted. Lots of beautiful I, I keep, metaphors. I keep, I keep reading that, but I didn't. I didn't uh, think lots they of, were spe- lots of, spectacular uh, in any way. I thought they were they're fine, but they're not hmm. like changing my life or anything. Well, I know. I'm not saying it was changing but, my what life. What I mean is, I can think of. I could give you like ten <clears> examples <throat> of different lyricists right now who have literally like affected my way of thinking about life yeah. with their lyrics hers are like completely perfunctory to me oh yeah so well, okay. i i mean just for me personally i mean yeah, i've yeah, read yeah. so many people talk about the lyrics and yeah. i'm it this is one of those cases where i don't even though i like it i don't understand the hype at all mm-hmm. in on any level of the music so I, i'm really baffled in a way like i i really it it's been really like perturbing me listening to this album because each time I listen to it I like it a little bit less that's interesting I I'm the it's, opposite. I thought I'm, it would be when I first listened I'm the opposite. to it I thought that's pretty good it'll probably really grow on me and then the more I listened to it it just didn't in fact it actually grew off me that's interesting <laughs> you know and I, I think yeah the instrumentation is is really really nice but to me it still sounds like a cheap version of tinder sticks the uk band which does this kind of thing infinitely better to mm, me all right well so <coughs> i didn't think so but yeah just for me yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. but yeah. That, I, I think tinder sticks do this style of music exactly <coughs> the same but much better much mm. more accomplished personally okay so at least they have in the past I didn't I don't I don't think I listened to their yeah. their last album but yeah it's I don't know it, it's a weird thing for me where the band the band overshadows the songs and the singer that's always a weird thing to me mm-hmm. and this is that's a case of this for me where it's like hiring all the best musicians to make your songs good if that makes sense Mm. Yeah, I, I I didn't feel that, but yeah, okay, I understand. I mean, <clears throat> just um, yeah, I guess I, I just thought it was absolutely fantastic, I mean, beautiful great. music. Yeah, I wish I did. And I I was you know reading through the lyrics and uh, really enjoying sort of the things she was. I don't want to like put out examples because it's you know it's it's one of those things where like if you get into it, you do. Oh, I mean, absolutely not. Of, like, of course, of course, of course. I, I, I don't think they're bad lyrics. I just, yeah. I don't know. It's like I, I read. I, I was looking through different things, like Reddit and stuff. People talking about lyrics. Like somebody posted like this couplet, these two lines, and people were like that's fucking unbelievable. I was thinking, is it? Like it just <laughs> for whatever reason, it's not like it's bad. Like it's a solid line. Of course, it's not like Dave Grohl shit, but <laughs> but at the same time, I was just thinking like, well, it's pretty pretty standard mm. as far as good lyrics go, or whatever. Like it's just like a good base level of whatever. So I don't know. It's I'm in a really weird situation where everyone's given this like nine out of ten shit and saying it's like the best album of the year, and I'm just like, it's the second best album of the year, maybe. But it's by the end of the year, they won't even be in my top 100, probably. Mm, okay. So hopefully, <laughs> if it's in my top 100, I'll be sad. Let's say that. I'll be sad for 2021. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess... If it was last year, it wouldn't be in my top 60. Yeah. For that's, sure. That's interesting. For yeah. sure. So maybe it's my obsession with Kate Bush and 
Joni Mitchell and all that kind of Fleetwood Mac thing that just reminds me of. It could but be, it's yeah. just like I just felt like like this music was like a a nice kind of like midway between all that stuff plus kind of a nice sort of jazzy kind of beautifully or or, or what's it, orchestrated mm. instrumented is that a word <laughs> instrumentalized wait a minute I think beautiful we're... instrumentation i mean I, I agree the instrumentation that i guess that was the thing it's, that it's really love, got me except into for it. the drums but but I, okay. I think all all the, the i do like the kind of driving yeah. drums but yeah mm, yeah I, I, okay. I think that would work once or twice but not five times mm. for me anyway sure um so yeah, I mean, I, I what I was thinking of when I was trying to put this in context and trying to think, well, am I just not getting it or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But what made me think is, do you remember the first album we reviewed last year? Hmm, was not like um, bloody uh, Wolf Parade or something? Nope, Pine Grove. Nope, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> Okay, the first album we did in 2020, and I'm just scrolling, is Alexander Saviors the Archer. Oh, reminds and you of that. for me, no, it doesn't remind me of that, but that to me is a much better album than this, with a more successful version of beautiful, delicate, ornate arrangements and instrumentation, much better voice, better lyrics, and even though there's a couple of songs on that album that are kind of shit, I think it's a much better album, but nobody gave two shits about that album. So that's what I'm really confused about now, mm-hmm. is that to me that is at least a better album than this, but nobody cared about that album. But everyone is fucking like tripping over themselves to say this is the best album of the year. And that's where I'm confused. Not because it's a bad album, because it isn't, it's a good album. But I just don't see how this is better than that. And it's certainly nowhere near as good as like the best stuff of last year. So I'm just, I'm really like personally in a weird place with this album where it's almost like irritating me. Even it, like, because most of them critics love it. Critics gushing, and, gushing and people it. on Reddit, like everyone's yeah. gushing over it for the most part. Yeah. And I just don't see how it's that good. It's mm-hmm. just good I, I it's the definition of good for me it's excellent okay i'm just, as, as I'm a, just not seeing as a word yeah just not seeing no that's fair enough but that's the thing with music right i Everyone guess so just has, but I, I just i mean obviously like i mean i think you made some very good arguments about it and like but that ultimately that's how it affected you right as an experience as a listening i mean experience. as a listening experience it left me it left absolutely just whatever, felt right? nothing whatever right zero feeling yeah it's purely saying well i like those saxophones or those trumpets or i like that like woodblock fucking little bit there or whatever <laughs> i like like the little yeah. atmosphere of this or whatever so yeah i get that it's good but i cannot see myself ever listening to this ever again that's really not even interesting. not even a contender for the end of the year yeah yeah i've already, already i've already bought it i I would rather, <laughs> I would rather, I might as well pay the money and not get it because I'd never listen to it again. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. And it's, it's just, it's the, in a way, the most baffling album for me. Even more than like Tori, uh, not Tori, was it? Oh, Fiona Apple. Fiona Apple. Oh, really? 
Even no, more no, no. I think it's better than that. Yes, thank God. But <laughs> that's just like so like opposite yeah. ends of like the spectrum where people are saying it's a masterpiece and I think it's utter dog shit in the Fiona Apple case. But this is like, well, yeah, it's good. But what the fuck are you talking about? To me, uh, this is like saying Foo Fighters is the best album in the world. Like, it's the same level of like, what are you talking about? It's all right. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. And I can't understand. Like, I'm, it's fine. Everyone's different. I, this is one of the most baffling albums. I think for you, it's. We've it's, covered. But I think for you, it's the, it's the voice, isn't it? No. It's, it's the biggest it's, thing. It's the voice. It's the sameness of the songs. Sameness. Okay. The, the drums are shit. The, the lack of variety, the lack of like, this is a great song. Like I, I just don't. It just feels like the same thing all the way through. Except that some songs have the drums, and some songs don't. That's the only difference for most of the album to me. Mm. And what's good is good, but I just can't comprehend anyone saying this is a great album no offense mm. but i just i think it's a good album it's not a bad album obviously but i don't know this is like all, all music given no it's not that bad it's not as bad as all music given weezer and nine out of ten but it's not that bad but yeah, i think that's an exaggeration yeah but <laughs> it's just like i don't know it's it's a really weird thing for me where it can't understand the level of praise even though I like it yeah so I, I I couldn't I could literally argue till the ends of time I know with anyone <laughs> telling me why this is a great album I I have an argument for every reason why it's great and that's like that that kind of thing for me it's it's with Fiona Apple I couldn't even begin to argue with you if you said it's a 10 out of 10 all-time classic because it's like, what are you talking about? It's a zero to me. It's terrible. Like, we are just literally different species at that point. <laughs> but where it's like, well, yeah, I like this. But you're like, it's the best album ever made. Like, like I can tell you a million reasons why it isn't. And that's the that's the weirdest issue for me because I'm not like... A thousand miles apart I'm just like in the middle and I don't get why anyone would like it more than that but obviously a lot of people do apparently I am distinctly in the minority so that's that, that's just what it is <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah it's it's baffled me since I started looking it up yeah yeah I mean I only I only did I only well I only found out about this because Pitchfork reviewed it and I was you like okay nine out of I 10? gave it a 9 so okay it's gonna be something special and I listened to it and I really enjoyed it I I, I mean I love it I love this album and I mean I'm, why... I'm glad you do I wish yeah. I did too it's and just... I mean obviously it's like oh, you know you know you know, can't always have the same opinion and it makes things um, I mean of course I, I don't need we us to have all, the same opinion we can't all, all like the, the time, same thing or appreciate I mean, things in the same way or that's it you know but yeah yeah that's it I guess Yep. So uh, I'm going to give it a four and what is it? Four and three quarter stars out of five. Wow! Did I get that right? You did. All right. 
I am going to give it a three and a quarter. Alrighty. Three and one quarter yes. out of five. Cool. Yeah. That's that then. That is that. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we go on to our final album or piece of music? Oh, we're we going to do this? <laughs> okay. I thought we were going to at least uh, <laughs> speak about it. I, I thought briefly. we were just going to do like what else we listened to this week. Oh, so. okay. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. So what else have you been listening um, to? Well, not that much. I listened to Phoebe Bridges' Punisher album a lot. Oh, yeah. Which has yeah, gotten, yeah. gotten better, right? even better for me. Yep. And would probably be top, I would definitely be top three in my top ten from last year now so if we did it now. It's gone up. It has moved up. Yeah. Definitely has bumped the flaming lips down a little, Despite and the, actually, it's bumped yeah. probably bumped down Run the Jewels too. So yeah, it would overtake mm. both of those now because Bright Eyes' album has also leapt up considerably. Yeah, um, and speaking of Run the Jewels, I also listened to the album for the last couple of days in the car, and it is excellent. Yeah. Definitely, um, it's still definitely in the top five for me but it's not quite as high as i initially placed it i think okay. but um i did obviously uh i i checked out was that the album i kind of got bored of it and i turned it off but uh oh uh, goat girl goat girl yeah uh, on all fours i i, 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 I liked it initially and yeah, then i just kind of got I turned bored it off of it too. just too long it was 50 something minutes was it 55, 55 minutes long, long and i just i actually when I the first couple of songs in, I was saying, well, I like this better than the uh, the weather report or whatever it's called, but it just <laughs> weather station weather station. There you go. <laughs> um, but it just got kind of tedious. Yeah, yeah. After about like by like halfway point. Yeah, yeah. I think it did. And then it's like, oh, there's still another like twenty minutes to go. Or whatever. It's like, oh, yeah, and that's that's enough of that. Time is time is short. Well, I mean, you know, Life if, if it's amazing, I'll I'll listen to like a five-hour album. But if don't you think ultimately that's the thing is so much selection and choices? Like, why would you bother listening to something all the way through if you know you don't like it? I mean, like, that, that's like, so I mean, when we start doing the podcast, anyway. I just listen to everything. Even right. when we were doing all the best of this year lists or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would listen to every album from front to back, mm. even though if I was actually thought, well, is this going to be on your top ten? Like, obviously not. But I would just to make sure, right? Right, and uh, sure we're still recording. Something's going on. Okay. Oops, oh, there okay. we go. Whew. Yeah, I know you mean. Sorry, a little technical issue oh, yeah. there, folks. Just why would it was like yeah, not recording anymore? Completely <laughs> crashed. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, so I've definitely started being more critical. I think in that sense. Yeah. I wonder if, like, the older we get the less patient we're going to be with music. 100%. Like, one track, done. I'm not turn off. <laughs> I'll be honest, like, Apple, like just having Apple yeah. Music kind of made me... Like, I, oh, I maybe said so many yeah. times, like, there's several albums, like, last week, like, Weezer and... What else did we review? Uh, bloody uh, Besnard Lakes. Yeah, like, in the... It, before, pre-podcast, I would have listened to one track of each of those and turned them off instantly and deleted immediately <laughs> and never even thought about them ever again. Yeah. Same with Buck Meek and fucking... Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, Playboy Cardi like I sure. it wouldn't have even got past the first track yeah for any of those like if, a, if, a, if a first track's not good then it's, the album's not going to be a good like, like, speaking, right? for me in the old days I was yeah. listening to music I was using Apple Music as like a do I need to buy this 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. That's right. If I got like that's right. four songs in, and I liked the whole thing. I'd be like, well, okay, I'll buy it. Yeah. And I would literally buy an album without even finishing it. Like, sounds good. I like that artist. I'll buy it. <laughs> and that's why I've got that's so much so, fucking that's... wasted money sitting on these shelves. I guess. <laughs> that's but, so true. But now it's like, well, I have to listen to it. Oh my god, this is terrible. But if I don't have to, it's like I can't even get through a whole song sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, like I put an album on, it's like well, how, maybe we could review this. Like t- twenty seconds in, like nah. <laughs> no, no, delete. No, it's not gonna happen. See you, motherfucker. Yeah, it's like oh, Pitchfork gave a seven point eight. Okay. Oh no, that's terrible. Okay, delete it instant. That's right. And definitely, my patience again small. I'm. It, it is really an old person thing, I think. But it is also that desperate need to but, narrow it down yeah, to like a collection of artists that I know I like true. in a way. That's like true. I want there to be like a hundred artists that I love equally, but there just aren't. Right. So it's like, why am I going to waste my time listening to what I don't want to listen to if I don't have to? That's the trouble. It's mm. like, do, do I want to listen to this? Not really. Yeah. There, there will always be bands like Dogleg, I think, where we discover them. It's like, holy shit, this is great. True. That will always happen, but it has to. It has to get you in a way, right? Like yeah. all these bands, all the bands we love had that first song that that grabbed our attention for very some true, reason, very right? True. Yeah. So that old. Uh, it's, I don't rubber. think we're being unreasonable. Yeah. It's just on like just being well, extremely honest to how we feel about the music. I mean, that's it. I'm not going to pretend like yeah. Buck Meek is worth listening to if I have to. If I don't have to, I mean. <laughs> you really hated that. <laughs> what did I give it? Did I give it like, you a, get like a zero or something? No, no, like a two or something? 1.5, two? Oh, was it maybe? Yeah. Uh, I should have given, no. given it like half a star. It's very whatever, right? Because the more thing, like his the, voice, the right? chance of listening to it again is like maybe we should like add that into the score. <laughs> the chance of ever wanting to or feeling the need to listen to it again should enter into the criteria. <laughs> Purely <laughs> astronomical. You would never, ever, ever consider putting it on again. Never, like, ever, ever. You'd be like, oh, better put some butt meek on after work today. That's tonight. what I'm saying. Like, like nobody would come home like, like hey, do you want to put... down to a... Hey, why don't you put some music on? What should I put on buck meek? I gave it two stars. That that was, like, really generous. Yeah. If, you, if you're keeping score at home, reduce that two down to a half. Um, but Definitely. <laughs> But, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, will would I ever listen to this? Mm. Would would do I want to listen to this again? The answer is no, and that's the trouble. And that's unfortunately ninety nine percent of most music these days. I think, but we just—I mean, I've said this before, but we're just, we just we've reached this kind of point of saturation. There's just so much music. There's so much coming out constantly, even like the mainstream stuff plus all the other stuff through. I guess Bandcamp and SoundCloud or whatever. And then like all these reissues and shit where it's like fucking deluxe edition, 6,000 tracks of demos and fifth take, eighth take. I kind of, in a way, understand how some people get obsessed with a handful of artists. A band or a handful. Because it's easier, right? Life is easier just to focus on a few things. I mean, it definitely can be. For me, it'd be so boring, but like I kind of get it kind of not one like a handful 10 20 maybe like just one is is in, is verging on like mental asylum status I, I, I think <laughs> I, yeah it is but, but I, I just think that yeah. there's 
there's too much access now. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, when, when we were teenagers or whatever, like there were, I listened to a lot of music. And I was always looking for new music, but there was always like that core group of like, this is like the, the A tier. These like five or six bands, like mm. A list. And then there's the B tier and there's like seven or eight bands here. And then there's like yeah. a couple of the bands. I kind of like that band. That's cool. I could listen to that a bit. And then, you know, you would try and find other bands to fit into those. But it wasn't like you regularly listened to like 80 different bands when you yeah, were 16. That's right. Right? That's like right. there was You go through phases, wouldn't yeah, you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like this week could be two artists or whatever. Basically, you would love a band until they sucked again or they broke up or whatever. That's and right. then you that's would right. have to Move find on. some new yep. shit. But Very true. Yep. And that's still kind of where I'm at. It's just we listen to so much music now because all those bands don't put out music that often. Like you were saying, Grizzly Bear doesn't last albums four years ago. Like, that's right. You know, it's it's insane to me yeah. in a way. But going back to the old uh, music we've been listening to. Oh, I've yeah, been sorry, listening to. No, no, no. Um, since you played that great song by Iron and Wine called Fever Dream at the end of last week's episode yes. we listened to going back to Iron and Wine and I really like hadn't heard um, The Shepherd's Dog that's a great album it's really right, good eh? and Kiss Each Other Clean yeah that's really awesome. good too yeah. and uh, that and uh, electronic artist I guess or like kind of electronic dance music called Burial which is really good. I've really been enjoying yeah, that. And it's not Burial like years ago. Oh, you've ago heard of for, oh, him? Yeah. It's like 10 years ago or something. But yeah, he's been around a while, right? It's guy I mean, from he did London. a song last, he did two songs last year with Tom York, but I just couldn't, oh, I didn't like them at okay. all, so I didn't bring them to oh, the podcast. Enough. But I didn't know like he was like well known or anything. I mean, I'd heard about him through the, the uh, GTA 5 uh, <laughs> yeah. statement video. No, I mean, he's, 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 he's being yeah. like around like this sort of pitchfork type scene for a long time oh, okay. but there there was definitely an album i remember liking by him but i i just yeah. never really it's just a bit too like dis unsettling to me and, it is a very unsettling music yeah, there's I, some songs that aren't some are just like what the hell is this you just want to turn it yeah, off yeah like to me it's like it would yeah. work great as like a horror movie score yeah but yeah, it, yeah it yeah, doesn't yeah. work as something True. i want to sit and listen to and speaking of yes exactly yeah good nice, segue right nice segue john carpenter released his lost themes part three alive That's after right, death which i did Not listen to. to you did yeah uh, quite a, uh, a couple of times actually you uh enjoy i did enjoy, enjoy it quite a lot yeah I, I enjoyed it quite a lot actually yeah i i think at first i was thinking it's kind of like the same thing as yeah. usual right it's exactly. kind of but to be honest the more i listened to it which is the opposite of everything else this week <laughs> it actually grew on me i mean I, I think some of the more gothic moments are kind mm. of like outside of being a movie score or like a video game score sure little bit kind of lame for me not kind of not that into like the gothic like doodle 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 like ooh a vampire's coming ooh. and a song to like, like vampires touch like that kind cemetery of like, and dripping ooh, blood yeah. ooh I can see the blood ooh look there's a full moon like it, that kind of shit just does not do anything for me but I, I think like the first track Alive After Death is That's awesome. amazing I think Skeleton is awesome towards the uh, end yeah I yeah, yeah I, I, I think even 
the la- the last track, which oh, is so a really track seven, corny name, Car- but Carpathian, Carpathian like mm. that, that ends up great. It's cool, right? Because every time you hear John Carpenter, you can't help not. You can't help but not hear like Escape from New York and Halloween, all that stuff. So Halloween, of course, right? I think Alive After I do love It's kind of like an update on like the Halloween yeah, yeah. theme. No way. I mean, it's kind of interesting because like the few times I've tried to like make that kind of music myself is sort of like an uh, oh, yeah. experiment. It kind of comes out very similar to that. Like yeah, yeah, this, yeah. the sense of like notes and like melody. And so I, I was sort of like looking at it like my kind know. of. Uh, I mean, Getting more right? investors in this. How like, can you not like John Carpenter's uh, sort I mean, of B movie kind of soundtrack? I mean, the thing I thing, love yeah. him. I love him. I love yeah. his movies too. And um, oh, actually, though, you know that you know if you look at the cover of the album, it's actually not just him. I thought it was like his picture in three generations. It's his son and grandson. His son and his his grandson. Godson. Oh, sorry, godson. Sorry, yeah, yeah. that's right, isn't it? But I think some of the guitar here is kind of pretty interesting too. Yeah. Like some of the guitar sounds kind of like Slash in a way. Oh, not, okay. not technically, but mm. like the the, like some, the, the, tone, the sel- sense of melody okay. and stuff. And there's there's like some other like pretty interesting gu- guitar tones in there. Mm-hmm. And that's true. I mean, I I think bow, to be honest, bow, 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 bow. we should pop something on. Maybe we should, yeah. Give let's, it a bit of a bit of a sample. Let's play something there, so our listeners know what we're babbling about. Exactly, good idea. <laughs> After death, yeah. John Carpenter's Lost Themes three. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's obviously I'm a big big movie guy, and uh, yes. love John Carpenter's movies for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, should probably check out the other Lost Themes albums more intently because the first I, one's I, awesome. Yeah. I, I definitely that became more invested mm. the more I listened to it, to be honest. Um, I, some, I, yeah, oh, sorry, go. Yeah, go, you go ahead. I, I was just going to say, like, the only real criticism for me is, like, the songs just, like, they all just stop. 
Ah, yes, that's it's, very true. Like, like, which yeah. works for like movie score, yeah. I get, but yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Like none of the songs actually end. That's right. It's just all like that's enough. That's, <laughs> bloop. Oh, there we go. Yeah. We're done here, mate. All right, next one. Man, bloop. All right, next one. They could have like done something. The, the, faded they need to like work on like yeah. actually ending these songs yeah. if if they're being like serious about it. But yeah, it's very atmospheric. It's very moody. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean it definitely has some like I, I guess parallels with sort of current mm. electronic music like chromatics or, that's yeah that's and, true uh, those sort of Johnny mm. Jewel sort of right. like uh, you know, a lot of synth wave I guess in general like that kind of thing mm, but definitely obviously he was but, like, I mean he's like he's like the yeah, originator he's the originator in, in, of in, this right way before it became kind of yeah, cool I mean, fashionable do you know how he started doing this no so obviously he when he was making movies he couldn't afford score oh of course and his dad was actually like a professor of like musicology or something at a oh, university yeah. and he taught him like the the mechanics of composition oh right so he just started making oh. music based on that out of necessity yeah but I mean that's yeah, cool like, he he influenced so many people in mm. so many ways it's kind of amazing from like that first score with Halloween through right right you know Assault on Precinct 13 so did he did John Carpenter start making movies at the same time as he started making scores was pretty, it the well, scores first I think no the mu the movies were first the movies but, okay and then he composed yeah. to save money basically basically he couldn't afford he couldn't to afford hire it. like a somebody to make music for them yeah so I mean, so when, when he had a bit more money, like when he made The Thing, like Ennio Morricone did the score for that. Oh, yeah. But I guess he was not like 100% happy with it. John Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. And I I believe the first Lost Themes contains a lot of the stuff from The Thing okay. that he wrote for it. Oh, and, okay. Um, That's interesting. After that, he sort of went back to doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. So he did The Fog and did, you know... I think maybe all of his movies after that but it's such a distinct part of his movies and it works I mean you can completely imagine that sort of like 80s like movie trailer mm. voiceover like yeah you won't escape <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> you'll never forget the night of Halloween <laughs> do, 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 do. Right. it's awesome yeah. oh my god it's a great time great time really yeah, I mean, he just really encapsulates that whole era, doesn't he? Like, his sound, you can just hear that whole 80s kind of thing in there. It's so, Without it being... I mean, it is kind of cheesy in I a mean, way, but it's so it cool at the cheesy, same time. It is cheesy, but I think so many so, people have, like, yeah. sort of co-opted right. those ideas mm. and, and modernized them yeah. in the last 10 years in particular that where a lot of 80s music sounds super corny, this just kind of sounds like a proto, proto version of... of sort of electronic music in the late 2000s to yeah. me so it's it's interesting how they they inadvertently modernized his sound I guess yeah just by the whole 80s retro thing of kind of took his ideas and and made it almost like a new thing again yeah and I guess in the 80s it wasn't a big thing it was just movie scores and he put out those albums because he needed to make money like the oh, reason yeah, he yeah, released yeah, yeah. those scores sure. was because he needed to find some way of like 
getting money back for doing them. Yeah, definitely. It wasn't because he was thinking, oh, this is great music. <laughs> That's right. That oh, no, in retrospect, it was pretty Well, exactly. Cool. And na- now it's so well, well regarded. I've been trying to get... I don't know if you ever liked the, uh, the, the his score for Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, I thought it was so course. cool as a kid. Yeah, I've been yeah, trying to get hold of that. You just That's it's a, a, it's very, a really very expensive. difficult one to get, yeah. But I've managed to get um, Escape from New York. Like there's like some like yeah. uh, like uh, special edition version that's out. It's not even that, it's not that expensive, but, but yeah, it's, I it's, think it's it was cool supposed stuff. to be a new Big Trouble in Little T- oh, yeah? China release, like at least a vinyl maybe. Or I, I maybe there was a like a, a Blu-ray that was coming mm-hmm. that had like a a vinyl with it, but I don't know if that was cancelled or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that film so much. Oh, it's so uh, great. This is what I was thinking of. I don't oh, know yeah. what's exactly. Oh, wow. What's this? Yeah, it's, a, it's like a Blu ray. Blu ray. Look at it. It came Beautiful with, box. with like a, a vinyl there. and Need that. Yeah, it's $47. That's not much. Though, but I guess it'd be cost a lot sent to yeah. Japan. But There's a lot of stuff on there, though. I might, I might have to pick that up. Is that still available? Oh, I can still add that to cart. Purple vinyl, yeah, probably purple vinyl or oh, that's steel book. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about the steel book. I'll get the <laughs> regular. I guess with two dollars more, you might as well get that steel book, though. Okay, Look at it. that. Yeah, I might need to pick that one up. Forty-nine dollars, seven-inch fe- featuring Carpenter's recording of Porkchop Express. Backed with a new recording of the Alley War exclusive to this product on a purple vinyl limited to 1,000. A green vinyl is released by Shout Factory, which is kind of a UK Blu-ray company that did a 2,500 limit. But I kind of want that purple one more than the green. So That fight they have in the movie in the, in the inside oh, the temple was one of the best of things of all, all time. time. Ridiculous like, high, like, kick jumping kick and stuff <laughs> I think Kurt Russell in a way was sort yeah. of like the yeah. in a way like in the 80s kind of like the scum level Harrison Ford but <laughs> yeah. also because of that he was like one of my top guys as a kid just yeah. behind Harrison Ford Yeah, he was like that guy <laughs> and awesome. like I watched Tango and Cash the other couple of oh, weeks ago oh yeah I Tango forced, and Cash forced my wife to watch Tango and Cash for the first time. I bet that's funny now. It's that now? hilariously bad, but <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah, Kurt Russell has a shotgun in his boot, <laughs> like it, that shoots out of his heel. How would that fit? Uh, yeah. Jesus! But it's real. It's so lame and corny, but it's so funny. Mm. And. Uh, he that was just that guy. He was yeah, just the guy. Yeah. I love the guy Russell. next door. I guess Old the hot, the tough the, guy next door. I learned recently. My mm. sister-in-law, who is much, much younger than Kurt Russell, obviously, apparently mm. was planning to marry him when she was a teenager. She was really ob- upset. My Japanese sister. Oh no, yeah, I understand. Was like she obsessively was with in love with with Kurt Russell really? during wow. the uh, what was that that fucking fire movie, the fireman movie. Backdraft. Oh, Backdraft, yeah. She oh, was, like, of course, in he was love in with him there. Damn. And was like oh, because that was popular in Japan, wasn't massively. it? Like they got the, the, USJ, the USJ has, Universal, Universal Studios. Studios has the Backdraft. That's right. Attraction. Have you Which, been there? It's all right. I've, I've been. There. I think it's fucking terrifying. It's pretty. Though. I mean, it's terrifying to fire, but yeah, it's not it's like not, it's, it's not fun. Exciting. I, no. I just I went there before and there's like mm. 
this little girl was next to me just crying her eyes it's out like she's gonna die isn't yeah it? and i was fire, like fire that was yeah. pretty scary though yeah it's hot yeah but it's boring it's just hot it's just dangerous it's not actually like mm. You're not being a fireman or anything. You're not putting <laughs> out the fire with like a big hose or anything. And Back to the Future was better. Yeah, for sure. That's gone now. Oh, shit. Yeah, they replaced that with some fucking bollocks. Oh, Back to the Future. You know, That's the best thing ever. I don't even get created. that at the Universal Studios LA anymore either. Oh, no. That's just dead now. That sucks. That's so sad. You can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> oh, that's something, I guess. Yeah. Well, anyway, oh, I th- uh, did you listen to anything this? else? Uh, oh, actually, no, yeah. you're right. We should score this, actually. What, what are you giving this one? I'm giving a four out of five. Because cool. he fucking kicks ass. Yeah, I'm giving a three and three quarters. But yeah, yeah, I can totally see a four. Like, I mean, you know, John Carpenter. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's certainly a bit, a bit good. repetitive, maybe. A little, I mean, I think if you've heard John Carter's music, yeah. it's not like... Yeah. Wow, this is John Carpenter. It's like obviously this is John Carpenter, but it's still really, really good. And uh, I yeah. might someday might consider getting it, but it's not like top priority. Yeah, I could. I've see got that. one of the lost themes already, so it's probably enough. <laughs> it's enough really. It's probably enough. But I do. I did like really it enjoy like a lot some of the tracks. Fancy and... packaging or like yeah, a, like that, like that. Yeah, like the big trouble little China box. Maybe that would be good. Maybe then. But yeah, mm. he must be fairly old now, right? He's pushing seventy. Old JC, yeah, he's, he's gonna be old as fuck now. I think. JC, I'm guessing he's seventy. Seventy-two, something like that. He is seventy-three. Good guess. Right. Just turned seventy-three last month, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Somebody I know went to see him give a, a oh. talk once. Oh yeah, cool. And he spent the entire time. He actually, no, he was like, he was on like a video conference or something. Yeah. At this event, yeah. But in the background, he was very clearly just watching basketball the whole time. Like he's obsessed with the NBA. Oh, okay. And he was just like talking, like, uh huh, yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then just like very <laughs> clearly focusing back on the basketball. Like ninety percent of the entire time. Great. So, yeah. What a dude. Respect to him. Nothing gets in the way of man in sports. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's uh, that was really actually uh, in the best album I listened to this week. Best new album for me. For you, sure. For sure. me. Uh, uh, you listen to anything else? No, that was it. Iron and wine. Iron and wine. Yep. Yeah. And this. Yeah. Cool. Uh, oh, and I mentioned burial. So. That's right, yeah. yeah. So, Alrighty, yep. I guess time to wrap things up. Do we have so anything what to look forward to well, for next week? Well, let's see. Well, on um, sa- <laughs> is it maybe Justin? What's her name? Baker? No, I'm getting that not right. Julian Baker. Excuse no, me, of course. Why would it be Justin? Yeah. That bloody man's name. I don't think Julian yet. Baker. Not yet. No, I don't think so. I think that's coming out February. Oh, February twenty sixth. Sorry. Yeah, okay. a while to go yet. A ways away. Ways off. Um, um, and well, next week we've got um, an EP from JPEG Mafia, which I'm a little bit, I'm pretty into listening to. His last album a couple of years back was very oh, good. Oh, JPEG Mafia. What a yeah. name. Yeah, I think um, I've only heard about it through yourself. That last album was very, very good. Um, stuff I'm not interested in, but they are big names. 
Robin Thicke was his first album in no, six years, I no think, idea. since uh, Marvin Gaye's family sued him and Pharrell, and he lost six million dollars. Yay. He was a megastar then. He's Alan Thicke's son, Alan Thicke, from uh, famous 80s TV shows, The Facts of Life, I believe. Ooh. The Facts of Life. Take the good, you take... I oh, no, actually, he did the theme song for that, but he was an actor in I, some other I, 80s I TV show. I don't know that. Okay, and then uh, Sia, the uh, woman who always wears a mask, has a movie coming out called Music, and she wrote a new album based around that. Yeah. So I'm thinking as much as I'd like to listen to this JPEG Mafia thing, and also these days you never know when, like, fucking Frank Ocean or Radiohead might just suddenly drop a new album on, like, Wednesday. True. Maybe we might want to start thinking about that next top ten of nineteen. <laughs> I think we've been saying that for like two months. I know. <laughs> well, things kept happening, didn't they? No, I know. I know. I'm not, it's, not a com- it's not a complaint. It's just like, it's always there. As a backup. Well, I think it may have to be the forefront this week. We'll yeah. see. I mean, I, I definitely want to listen to that JPEG Mafia if I can, but it is still just an EP, so... Unless it's one of those classic hip-hop EPs that last 78 minutes, then... <laughs> <laughs> then... True. It probably shouldn't be too in, too intrusive, I guess. Yeah. And who even knows if it's going to end up on, on Apple Music at this point, so... I've got all my uh, 86 albums up on uh, Apple Music ready to go. I've I managed to get through a lot of that stuff, so, yeah, you know, I've already got an idea for my top five. I, I guess it depends on... So. I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so. so you need to... Uh, if you have time, you can... I mean, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be uh, taking a vacation this week, so you might have I have time. a lot more time mm. in between yeah. child and wife, so <laughs> you should be able to... St- Take a shit for forty minutes and listen to an album every now and then. <laughs> That's a nice image. Yeah, quick forty, <laughs> couple of forty-minute shits every day. Forty-minute Squeeze a couple of albums in. <laughs> nice. See what you did there. Yeah. Squeeze them in. Yeah. Squeeze them out. Squeeze them out. Squeeze them in. Squeeze them in while you're squeezing them Make out. Make some space. Squeezy squeeze. Yeah. Squeeze it out. <laughs> Make some room. So I think we've we've covered quick. the shits for this week. Then uh, you haven't. It's been so cold. I well, assume yeah. you haven't taken a shit outside I'm, for a while. No, I'm going cycling tomorrow. But so that usually means no, no outdoor shitting. Really? Because you can always get to the public toilet. Or How long has it been store. since you took a shit outside? It's been a long time. Probably like half a year. It's been a while. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. But there's nothing like the the feeling of fresh air on your buttocks as you release scrunch out a filthy log, (laughs) (laughs) and then uh, like find some dock leaves to. The problem is the the cleanup operation. That's the biggest issue for me. So hopefully it's some of those dry ones. Dry. Like dock leaves, not like. No, no, no. Sorry, I mean that the the arse. On those like dry shit. Eat a lot of fiber. You got like eat well, a bunch yeah, of yeah, hay yeah. like a yeah. horse. I come ghost ghost shit. <laughs> Comes at me. Don't even see it. Well, I have a bit. Of, oh fuck! Never mind. I'll just stop talking. <laughs> I'm making a face like Jim in the office now for all those listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just shut up. People think I'm mental. <laughs> anyway. Go go to the toilet properly, like a normal civilized human being. Yes. Okay. If you can. Yes. You can use the uh, make a toilet like a nice woman people. Yes, yes. I like the. 
<laughs> that bored thing. I like to watch women make a toilet. <laughs> That's not me. That's not me. <laughs> you think he meant the yeah. logs? Is he like probably Jim the Norton? other one? Yeah. yeah, probably number one. Is he like terrible comedian Jim Norton? Likes women to drop a log on his chest. The old Cleveland Jesus steamer. Jesus Christ, that's disgusting. Yeah. Get your head checked. Get, your, get yourself fixed up, mate. Yeah. Anyway. Also, get funnier. True, um, true. Anyway. <laughs> on that If you have any notes, note. yes, comments, all that shit, hit us up at midnightwavespodcastgmail.com. Uh, Twitter, Twitter at uh, midnightwavescj. CJ. Instagram, all that. Midnightwavespod. YouTube? I guess we're not doing anything on there recently, are we? I mean, I did promote the wavies a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I do keep kind of meaning to do that a bit, but if you fuckers don't look at it, then there's no point. And if you're listening to this, there's also no point. That's the trouble. Yeah. It's difficult to advertise something to you that you've already heard. That's true. We should try the video one Sunday. But we might do a we live... We might need some uh, luchador masks so we don't reveal our secret identities. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> You can pop some uh, <coughs> gorilla mask on or something, <laughs> just for the sake of it. Yeah, couple of J and S masks. Um. Anyway, <laughs> comments and all that shit. Let us know. Of course, stay safe. Yes. Join us next week. Maybe we will do the best albums of nineteen eighty six. Who knows? Yep. And if we don't, it'll be some other kind of shit. <laughs> I guess. Because somebody did something we couldn't ignore. That's right. Take it easy. Indeed. Bye 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 bye. Bye.